0: "'In the Waking World,' said David Hero that weird night, hero of dreams, as he was sometimes known, to his friend and constant companion, Eldin the Wanderer, if indeed the Waking World truly exists—' "'It does, it does,' Eldin rumblingly cut in. "'I lived there once, and so did you. But I can't remember much about it, and you seem to remember even less.' "'Well, then,' Hero continued, a little miffed at being interrupted, "'since your memory is so superior to mine, perhaps you'll recall the waking world's moon.' "'It's moon?' "'I mean, did it really have a moon?' Hero fumbled the question out, frustration plain in his tone, as he struggled to plumb the murky deeps of memory. "'Was there such a thing as a moon? In the waking world, I mean?' they sat with their backs to the trunk of a massive cedar on the banks of the sky, embers of a small fire glowing at their feet and sputtering acridly on the bones of a pair of trout tickled to death by Eldin's practised fingers some hours earlier in the perfumed twilight. Hero's question, for all that it may have sounded trivial, naive, and hardly typical of his usual patter, though certainly he was a romantic in his own way, was pertinent indeed in this particular place, and on this particular night. Why, the pair had walked down the river bank from Ulthar just to be out in the open night air for the moon's rising, which must say something for its pertinence. The two such as these should be out here to witness a moonrise when they could easily be boozing or wenching or both. Was there a moon? Eldin musingly repeated, frowning up into cloudless indigo heavens aglow with all the stars of night. "'Of course there was. I remember it well, because—' "'Because?' Eldin stirred himself reluctantly and shrugged. "'Because it rhymes with June and spoon,' he answered, however vaguely. "'Spoon?' Hero too sat up straighter. "'Are you pulling my leg, old lad?' "'Of course not,' the other sighed. "'It's just that I remember how the moon featured in almost every love song. Moon over this or that. Moonlight Bay.' "'Silvery moon, and blue moon, and so on.' He shrugged again, somewhat self-consciously. "'It's all very mushy, I know, but that's how I remember it.' After a little while, Hero said, "'Perhaps I do remember it.' "'Blue moon, and and silvery moon, yes. "'But how about bloated moon?' "'What?' Eldin cried aghast. "'In a love-song?' "'No, I suppose not,' Hero was forced to agree and his eyes suddenly narrowed as they stared across the star-strewn river. After all, how in all the dreamlands could anyone write a love song around a monster like that, eh? And he pointed toward a spine of distant mountains where even now a scabby silvery-yellow rim floated up into view. Spectral light flooded the valley of the sky, paling the scattered lights of lanterns in the towers of near-distant Ulthar and driving some of the lesser stars from the heavens. The moon rose higher like the pitted pate of some luminous monster peering over the edge of the world with shadowed craters for eyes. The dreamers climbed to their feet and absently dusted themselves down, then stood silently in a sort of lunar awe gleamingly illumined by the vastness rising up into the night sky of Dreamland. "'The damn thing's bigger than ever,' said Eldin, and Hero detected a shuddering note in the unusually hushed voice of his companion. "'No,' the Wanderer continued, steady once more. No, I certainly wouldn't consider writing that moon into a love song. What do you make of it, lad, a moon that grows bigger and bigger each night, like a huge balloon bloated beyond belief?' "'Almost as if—' As if it were about to pop and fall in tatters,' Hero muttered, giving substance to Eldin's unspoken thought. At that very moment, invoked it seemed by Hero's words, something did fall, a fluttering something that stilled the voices of the river frogs with its clapping and thrumming as it dropped to Hero's shoulder and clung there, rubbing its downy head against his cheek.'